0: Swapusa.org slash donate. And we are back right now. It is indeed 2:51 a.m. at the time of recording. We have an article up again by Emma Epperly for the Spokesman.com uh, for the spo- uh, Spokesman Review out there in Spokane, Washington. And article up December 19th, 2023. Time of recording is December 20th. And the article went up at 10 p.m., so just a few hours ago, uh, a little bit after I had to uh, get to rest after knocking out some chores and whatnot. And we are up in time to get this recording done and uploaded before heading out to another shift. Headline Attorneys Make Closing Arguments in 1986 Cold Case Murder Trial verdict expected after Christmas. So somewhere between maybe December 26th and December 28th we should be uh, seeing how this ends. Or if it I don't know because we, we had an ending in what 2015? and More study in 2017 and back uh, maybe it'll come back once more. Or will he be found guilty it is a bench trial we'll see now the article by uh emma epperly because it's kind of closing things out you know until after christmas i, I think that emma epperly chose to recount going back to 1986 and in reading i will honor that it is not a very uh, tedious article Uh, Emma Epperly does get right down to business. So let's go. On January 30th, 1986, Ruby Doss got ready for a night out on East Sprague. She donned two jackets to stave off the misty cold and headed out. Around 9 p.m., she stopped at an adult bookstore in the area to buy a condom or two. By 1044 p.m., um... Offices, uh, officers were standing over the, uh, the 27-year-old's body. Prosecutors and defense attorneys gave their closing arguments Tuesday in the bench trial for Richard Aguirre. I, I heard a uh, newscaster say it different than the way I've been saying it. Sometimes these names will catch me. Uh, Richard Aguirre, a 59-year-old individual uh, who is accused of killing Ruby Doss. At the scene of Ruby Doss's death, a single condom was found. Deputy Prosecutor Richard Whaley said, One condom that was filled with the DNA of uh, Richard J. Uh, Aguirre, he said. And um, and the Deputy Prosecutor Richard Whaley argued that Aguirre picked Doss up for a car date, a common term for a, for a paid sex act in a car. They drove to the straw-filled pit where they likely had sex, based on the condom containing semen. Then something went wrong. There was a struggle. Ruby Doss's coat, money, earrings, and a steak knife she used to protect herself were found in the straw. Boot prints matching Doss um, and larger prints uh, were found heading toward a concrete area where her body was discovered. Ruby Doss was hit on the head at least five times, then strangled, which takes at minimum three minutes, Whaley said, referencing medical examiner testimony. Whaley argued the length of time the assault took and the distance from the straw area to where Doss's body was found show that Ruby Doss's killing was premeditated. He also argued that there was not enough time for Ruby Doss to have another date between when she was uh, seen buying condoms and when she was killed. That's an important detail. Four people have testified that Aguirre made admissions related to this case, Whaley pointed out. Those include that he had sex with Ruby Doss but didn't kill her and that he hit and choked another woman in the late 1980s so he has so he knows Ruby Doss he said that himself and he is a known man to be violent towards women including strangling and striking and Ruby Doss was struck in the head at least 5 times as the medical examiner has reported now we continue And they say, but that woman was left alive when he left. Finally, uh, Prosecutor Whaley pointed out uh, that with advances in DNA technology, Ruby Doss's DNA was detected on the bag with the condom from the scene uh, that it was placed in. I'm sure that this this article only went up uh, several hours ago. There will be some um, edits made to fix uh, some of these typos. I get it. Got got a got got hustle. I also do my best editing after I click post. I totally uh empathize with Emma Epperly on that one, and I doubt Emma Epperly has the best budget to work with here. Alright, continuing. Uh quote It shouldn't be lost on the court how that evidence fits fits within all the other evidence that has been brought to the court. End quote. Uh, That's what he was saying about the uh, DNA evidence. Now, the attorney defending um, the accused, Um, Karen Lindholt. We remember Karen Lindholt. Karen Lindholt uh, says the investigation was a mess from sloppy securing of the scene, lack of follow-up on alternative suspects, and contamination of the DNA evidence. Which... That goes back to when they said, could the DNA have come back, uh, could have been contaminated by the person that opened the envelope? And now you see how that's a question they asked, I would say disingenuously. And now they're presenting that in the closing statement as a determined fact. Let's just note that. Continuing. First, she pointed out the lack of Aguirre's DNA on Ruby Doss's blouse, saying, quote, if the murderer had his hands around Miss Doss's neck for at least three minutes, uh, then his touch DNA would be on her neckline. There was DNA found on Miss Doss's neckline, but it did not match Mr. Aguirre. I must wonder, he was a cop. Did he have gloves? She noted that none of the dozens of items tested in the case, except for the condom, had Aguirre's DNA on them. Attorney Lindholt then argued that the East Sprague area was rife with a prostitution at the time, so it's extremely unlikely that the condom taken into evidence was the only one in the area. Mm-hmm. Multiple investigators testified that the scene was searched and that the other condoms, if present, would have been collected as evidence uh thank you emma Epperly, for um adding in that detail in this part of the article that is responsible and we appreciate that continuing quote the fact is the detectives chose to focus on one condom end quote from uh lindholt uh furthermore she then pointed out that a former Washington State Patrol forensic scientist had left his own DNA on Doss's blouse when examining in the late 1980s before precautions to prevent leaving DNA were in place. Again, what if the cop had gloves? He was a cop. (laughs) Continuing, Lindholt uh, pointed to the impressions expert, um, the defense hired, who said that uh, Aguirre's uh, naked foot is larger than the shoe impression left on the scene. It's interesting. Uh, She pointed to the fact that the condom was disposed of after testing and to a lack of control samples, returned and passed on to other labs as problems with the case. She also noted that none of the private labs over the years was able to produce a profile from the non-sperm portion of the condom extracts. Lindhold is basically just completely rolling over um, the, uh, the evidence that was presented by the, by the witness in previous coverage. And, you know, that's a lawyer doing their job. Continuing. Lindholt called into question the integrity of the people who testified in Aguirre's admissions, citing pressure from investigators, among other circumstances. And finally, she called into question the state's DNA experts' findings of a likely mixture of DOS and Aguirre's DNA on the package the condom was originally placed in, citing different results from different software programs. You see, now it has to be framed as Different results from different software programs, as opposed to higher quality results from improvements over the years in software programs. Watch these things, pay attention to these things. So they continue. Uh, She uh, pointed to testimony Tuesday morning by her DNA expert, Ruth Ballard, who said the DNA case against Aguirre was weak and inconsistent. Really, the person you hired agrees with you. You know, it sounds similar to when um, an oil company presents the findings from their scientists on climate change, you know? Mm -hmm. They continue. It's not just the DNA case that's lackluster, but the case in its entirety, Lindholt argued, saying, quote, The state's evidence against Richard Aguirre is very weak, end quote. In his rebuttal, uh, Whaley argued that Lindholt is complicating the case. Uh, with the timeline, Aguirre's DNA in the condom, uh, which even the defense's uh, expert agreed was there, and his admissions to friends, it's clear Aguirre is guilty, Whaley argued. He ended by rebuffing Lindholtz's dismissal that Aguirre was joking about the accusations because, as a police officer, that's how you deal with hard things. Saying, "Quote, people joke about what other people do," Whaley said. They don't joke about what they're accused of. End quote. The Spokes County Superior Court Judge Jeremy Schmidt is scheduled to rule on Tuesday. It is a bench trial. So only the judge rules, and the judge's name is Jeremy Schmidt. Maybe a cis man himself. Let's see. Let's take a look here in real time. Do a little uh, internet browser search here. Jeremy Schmidt, age. All right, a 41 year old. Hmm, people in my age group are judges. I, uh... I had syrup on eggs this morning. Alright, we'll see where this goes. 41-year-old cis male, maybe a cis-hetero male, is going to rule on this in Spokane. Let's get ready. And, uh, folks, again, uh, swapusa.org slash donate... And maybe it would help with uh, producing more of this material. Leave a little note saying, hey, I think the podcast is pretty neat. You could even use that hip new language. I work with some Gen Z kids and they said, uh, you've got the Riz. So you tell them that uh, we have the Riz over here. Thank you.